Hello and welcome to the next edition of this Harrington Star podcast. Whether it's Fintech Focus TV you're listening to or our diversity and inclusion specials, we hope you're enjoying the shows and please do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to our groundbreaking short series, The Maternity and Paternity Stories of Fintech. We aim to tell the real journeys the men and women of fintech have embarked on when starting or further growing their families. Today in the world of fintech, more and more companies are realising how important a people-first attitude is, and this is a previously unexplored avenue of that. We are here to learn how we can better support our people and share great ideas. So today we have Annette Evans, Head of People at Global Processing Services, the next-gen payment enabler. Annette has been shortlisted for the most innovative company benefits at the Engagement Excellence Awards 2018. She's a highly skilled senior level MCIPD HR generalist, as well as being a trained ACAS internal workplace mediator. And she's here to share her story. So Annette, after that intro, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Um, So I know I've tried to give a little bit about who you are, what you do, what uh, GPS is all about, but it's so much better hearing it from you. So if you could tell us a little bit more about your role to kick off with, that would be brilliant. Yeah, no problem. So head of people, um, I think some people are more used to HR than people. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Aren't they? So um, why we use the word people is because people is what drives GPS. Um, Without our people, we are nothing. they're not resources, they are people, and we take them as that. So, yeah, great. Um, head of people, so I look after everything, including learning and development, um, our recruitment, so our talent acquisition team, and just the general HR bits and bobs. So, yeah. um, stuff to do with casework, looking at um, contracts, onboarding. So, you name it, I, I do mm. it. Mm. So, yeah, it's quite a a wide uh, role within the organisation, but it's a role that I think really embeds into each functional area of our mm. business. I bet you're you're the person that's sort of in everything and can see everything because you have to, don't you? In that sort honestly, of position. Um, you sort of know everything about anyone yeah. and everyone, <laughs> yeah. and some things you don't necessarily want to <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but it's a role that I guess you have to have quite a lot of integrity. Um, mm and understand uh, the business inside and out. So, so in order to support our people, um, and I think I do it pretty well. So yeah. All good. Well, it's amazing to hear you say, look, our people are everything and we're nothing without our people because um, it's so important to me that people are first in this day and age and, mm. and that when I, when I meet new companies that you know, they're talking about what they can do to make someone's career better, how they can really add value to people. So I love, I love your ethics already. Um, what about a bit more about GPS? I mean, my, mm. my intro was a one-liner, so it'd be good for you to share it, yours. It, it was a good one-liner, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's all good. So yeah, just to reiterate what you said, so GPS, we're a payments processor, so we support some of the, uh, the world's biggest innovators in financial technology, essentially. So. Um, I would say we're an enabler um, Mm. and we use the term we're the tech behind the tech. Yeah, I like that. Which is quite cool. So um, I'll quote you on that. Quote me. (laughs) So I guess in the big ecosystem when it comes to financial technology, we pay 
play a major role as the payments processor. Um, so we lead payments um, that are alternative from things like banking services. Um, so we support some of the, uh, the big firms, so the key players and some of the sort of cutting edge, um, smaller startup companies. Mm -hmm. That's great because I think that a lot of people, whenever they think about fintech, they just think about you know the, the big the big names, and they don't actually realise how big Honestly. GPS is. And if, without yeah. GPS, like it, I mean, no true word said than enabler. Without it, let's take you guys out of the market. Mm. What actually happens to the market? It it would stop. It would stop, and I guess. Just Nadia, when's the last time you sort of had coins in your pocket? Never. When, exactly. Look, I don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the fact that we've moved to a um, cashless society is due to people uh, or companies, should I say, like GPS. Yeah. Um, and being the enabler of that is just amazing to be at the forefront of you know, mm. cutting edge technology. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a really exciting time for you guys yeah. as well, I know. So um, I'm, I'm honoured that you're here on this series because it's something that I'm really passionate about at the minute. Um, and I wanted to ask you, you know, when I when I contacted you and said, look, I'm doing a maternity and paternity stories of fintech series, it's something that no one else has really covered before. Mm. You were really quick to go, yeah, I'm interested. Where did that come from? <laughs> Maybe a bit too quick. No, no, perfect timing. <laughs> um, I think it came from uh, two sides really I think the first side just being a woman and mm. having gone through my own maternity um, and pater I say paternity experience because you know I have the stories of what my husband went through yeah. um, when I was pregnant with two of my, 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 my children and also from the other side of being an employer and understanding um, what women want in the workplace and what their woes have been and, mm. and you know just being their mouthpiece their voice yeah um, so I see it from both sides and I think that's actually quite special. Yeah. Um, so I can be that sort of mouthpiece for any organisation I work with, especially at GPS, I can make a change mm. knowing that I have just that little bit more experience on, as I said, both sides yeah. of the spectrum. I, I think it's such a unique position to be in, you know, because you're not, you're not coming just from somebody who's employed by a company you yeah. are the employer and you are you're making real real waves and real change which is great so can you share a little bit more about your particular experience and then we'll yeah. go on to like what what you think we should all be doing yeah no problem um so for me so i've got two children um i've got a 10 year old and a five year old two boys um and i had totally different experiences with both of them so my first child, uh, who, as I said, is now 10, it was the pregnancy from hell. Oh God. <laughs> pregnancy from hell. Um, and it was just, I was really ill during my maternity. So I had similar, well, not similar, I had the same as um, what Kate Middleton had with right. all of her children. So it's something called hyperemesis. So it's just extreme sickness um, within pregnancy. Yeah. And it lasts your whole pregnancy. So like from week four till the day oh you God. give birth. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it only disappears once you've given birth. So literally as you give birth and <laughs> the baby comes out. You don't feel sick for the first time in nine months. In nine months. Wow. And it's, we're talking about 20, 25, 30 times a day vomiting intensely. Um, and I never knew what that was. And at the time I was working um, full time and... 
I was sick. You know, imagine being sick for nine months and、mm. the effect that has on your general morale、um, and pay. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to be with with an employer that、um, I had six. I was entitled to six months full pay, six months half pay. Yeah, and yeah. so I managed to get through being off. I think I was off for like four months. I managed to be on full pay、yeah. for all the time I was off sick. Now I guess the difference is in sectors like financial services,、um, technology, fintech. We may not have as richer policies that give you that、um, that additional. I say that comfort blanket when you are、yeah. in your time of need. Um, so that's something that definitely I've been trying to work on. How do we incorporate that into、Great. our sectors?、Um, second child, all good.、Um, had the same sickness, but knew how to manage it much better.、Um, and again, had a really good employer that made it easy for、mm. me.、Um, but I, I learned quite a few lessons from the second one, and really, it, it made me realise that. Okay, I think two is enough at this point because、yeah. I don't, I don't really want to go through this again. And yeah, I've got two beautiful, wonderful boys who,、um, yeah, they really get on. They, they oh, that's、together. amazing! Yeah, and congratulations. That sounds amazing. Thank you. It was a struggle, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think what what really resonates with me is you spoke both times about your employer being being great and、yeah. and you feeling supported. And I think that's something that's that's really important to me that we are. You've mentioned the word mouthpiece. That we are using this platform as a mouthpiece to say say to the world that fintech is changing. The perceptions aren't what they were,、mm. you know, when fintech first emerged. And financial services, technology, the more older school perceptions of that, they are changing. And I think this industry is ripe for us to really show that we are pro D and I, pro diversity and inclusion、yeah. in 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 the real sense of it. So. I'd love you to share a little bit around、um, your advice to the fintech community on how we can best support families and why that's just so important for company culture.、Mm. Yes, I, I think when we talk about fintech, I think you know just to break it down into its、yeah. simplest form, it's financial services and technology.、Yeah. Now, both of those come with their different cultural sets, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, part of my background, I've worked in digital、uh, technology. I've worked in the public sector. I've, I've done everything essentially.、Yeah. Uh, public sector really, really good at、um, the sort of basic、um, policies and procedures.、Uh, so there's a lot of enhanced maternity pay,、um, enhanced paternity, which is amazing,、mm-hmm. and that really supports people within, within the workplace. I think when it comes to technology. Um, and I wouldn't say just tech and、um, FS, but the private sector. I think we tend to use the well. We're compensating you in bonuses and equity and all the rest of it. So hey, use all use all of that、um, compensation to fund your maternity. And、um, we really need to get out of that. And I think、um, also thinking about what. What is technology? Is based on the methodology of being agile,、um, yeah. and understanding each other's needs and and bending to that when needed. 
And so let's try and incorporate that sort of agile methodologies into everything we do. It's not just the um, technological sprints that we do as a business, it's in everything. It should be embedded in everything we do. Um, I also feel that um, just advice to the fintech community, like flexible working is great. Um, but let's, I, I'm not a big fan of using the word flexible working. Okay. Um, I like using the word smart working, smart working. Um, and it's more about how can you be smarter um, in working for your employer? It doesn't have to be bums on seats within the office. Um, it could be anywhere. Like, uh, I think some of my best days have been sitting in the garden with my laptop. Yeah. And thrashing out a piece of work that I haven't been able to for two, three months. Mm. Um, and that's because we, um, as a business GPS, we have great infrastructure that enables our sort of business continuity plan outside of the office. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, FinTech, get really well at um, your infrastructure outside of the office to enable people to, to work smarter. Mm -hmm. And having been through the experience uh, twice, that you, you said you mm -hmm. kind of see it from the paternity point of view. I quite like being able to ask people <laughs> yeah. about that as well. I've, had, I've been lucky enough to have um, three, three men on this particular series. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we're looking at it as the family, the family unit. It's not, it's not just one person's journey, it's everyone. So I'd love to hear a bit yeah, more about that. Um, I, and I always see this because a lot of men come to me and say, hey, you know, really good news. My wife's having a baby. And I'm like, brilliant. Um, and then it comes to, so what am I entitled to? Yeah. And so to say oh, you're entitled to the statutory, uh, which is, you know, one week's full pay, one week's statutory paternity pay, it's not the best of things, best of needs to be given to anyone. And um, we have to understand that men have a voice too. And we need to not just listen to the voice of our women, listen to our men and see how it affects them. So a lot of companies say, well, take the statutory paternity package that we're giving you and then use your annual leave for that. Mm. And then a lot of men turn around and say, right, okay, thanks. So I have to use my annual leave. Um, we, you know, I understand the smaller companies may not have um, the financial um, the financial means to be able to support anything over and above the, the statutory minimum. But think about other things that they could do. Could they work from home um, a couple of weeks so that they could help their partner? These are things that yeah. don't have a financial implication, yeah. but still support men within the business. So. I really think that there's two sides. If you can financially support your men, do it. Um, if you can't, think about the other smarter ways that yeah. they could spend more time with their child. I think that's really good advice what you're giving mm. there. Um, and then I suppose my next question is um, more like pie in the sky because I, 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 you're you're absolutely right. You're talking so pragmatically about this. You know, there's a lot of lots of you know new startups that can't necessarily say mm. here you get full pay for the next nine months as a as a bloke. You know, uh, and that's I think that's right to be pragmatic in the situation that we're in and to offer advice that there's there's things that don't have the financial implications. But now like pie in the sky type of suggestions like what would what would you say that we should all be generally doing better to support our working people through such a transition yeah so i 
when we talk about supporting people through a transition, the transition doesn't stop when the baby gets hit. <laughs> um, it probably starts, I think. Yeah, and I probably need to hear that right now. <laughs> being pregnant, Just a like, little bit of advice, advice for, me. for me. Yeah. The hard work comes when baby is here. Yeah. So flexing how you work. Um, the main thing that I see a lot of women and, and men coming forward with is, can I change my working hours to suit the needs of my family now? Yeah. And as businesses, although that may seem a bit of a scary thing to think about at the time, um, sometimes you do get a lot of managers that say, well, no, it doesn't work for, for the department. But then ask yourself the question, are you putting in a imaginary blocker resistance? And for what reason? Um, we sometimes create reasons in our head when actually, in hindsight, it doesn't really make any sense. They yeah. said, well, you can't start at 10, uh, Becky. But why can't I start at 10? Because the business needs you at 10. And then when you actually look at it, you sit down with the managers, you understand that it's nothing really to do with the fact that they can't start at 10. It's more of your fear of, well, will we lose, you know, will we lose um, Becky in terms of supporting our clients? Well, we, we won't because Becky's still there. Mm. She's just starting an hour later and we've got other people within the business that can support Becky. And we should think about that supporting each other within our working environments. You know, this is not a lone ranger situation. Let's, mm. let's help support each other. Um, I also think an area that we should be well aware of is once women and men are back in the workplace, what policies, what processes, what resources do you have for them to um, really, you know, support that, that rearing of the child into their teenage life? So do you have special leave? Do you have childcare leave? Do you have, I know organisations have a day off for your child's first day at school, for example. Now that's amazing. It's um, a lovely one. It's su yeah. such a nice one to have. Yeah. Um, you know, I've... That's thoughtful, isn't it? It's, As a parent, the, a mother or father have thought of that one. <laughs> sure. like, yeah, and this, <laughs> yeah. Is, this is why I always say, listen to your parents, listen to the uh, people in your organisation that have been through it and understand what struggles they've had bringing up their children in your business. So one of them could be, well, you know, the first week of a child's schooling, it's like one day they start at nine, the other day they start at 10, the other day they start at 11. What do you do as a parent? Mm. And you don't want to feel guilty when you go to ask your employee that you need that time off. Mm. I think that's a really, really important point, not feeling guilty. Because um, I, I think now that now that I'm pregnant, I'm much more aware mm. of, of the trials and the tribulations that people go through. And that guilt, I think, is, is terrible for the workplace. And it's very much a an inspiration of why I wanted to do this series to to like how can we shake that off how can we make us all much more accepting of one another you know on the one hand we talk about in recruitment in particular how long do people stay with their companies um, and what are companies doing to really embed that employee in and make that employee part of their family I think it's so it's so it's all connected you know if you can be if you can make yourself an employee that that people feel comfortable to say, hey, I'm pregnant or my wife's pregnant. We're going to, like, one of us is going to need to take this child to nursery at some point. Nursery doesn't open till nine. Right. You know, and I can't get in till 10, like your, you know, your story of, of imaginary Becky. But 
I think it's just so important that you're sharing that because that's the reality, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think the reality is um, everybody's day-to-day life. That you know, we live that reality where we struggle and feel guilty for leaving them at certain times to go and mm. pick up a kid or that that phone call that you get from the school saying hey um, your little one's had an accident can you leave you're in the middle you know I've been in the middle of board meetings and I've had to literally say sorry I've got to take this phone call and it's you know intrinsically we're always going to have a little bit of guilt there mm. but as a business as an employer how do we reduce that and how do we show everyone else within our business and externally that we are an employer that supports smart working Mm. and we support our parents yeah well i've got to say this has been such a brilliant podcast um i absolutely love what advice you've given out to people and how you've shown just what you're doing at the minute like that smart working is great your ideas around the um the flexibility that that don't have the financial implications for other people, listening to your staff. I mean, from beginning to end, you've definitely done a people first podcast. So thank you for sharing that. If there's one thing I could do is put the people first, I wouldn't be doing my job. So brilliant. I've loved it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And everyone listening, thank you very much. Join us again on the maternity and paternity stories of FinTech. Thank you. (laughs) 